Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by my co-hosts Brian Thornton and Joshua Burns. Cola. A lot of, a lot of H on that, buddy. Right. right. That's, yeah. Is that not that how you pronounce that? Wasn't it, no, it wasn't a J. It wasn't a J. <laughs> but that's not how you pronounce that? Oh, damn. Five years of Spanish ruined. The, 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 H is, <laughs> the H is silent there. Oh, you don't pronounce the H? Not not in that in that not in that way. It's uh, not no. I need to go back to Spanish class. Before we get too far into the podcast, I do want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people over at Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for geeks, nerds, comic book lovers, and pop culture aficionados. Every month, subscribers receive a mystery box full of collectibles, figurines, apparel, and memorabilia. Each box contains at least $45 in value, and many of the items are exclusive to the Loot Crate community. Uh, each month has a theme centered around major franchises and theatrical releases, so you always get amazing stuff that you want to share with the world and to, you know put on display. Uh, Josh even got the DX box uh, for last month, and I got to say I'm extremely jealous of the stuff that came in it. It was pretty awesome, man. I got I got a new set of headphones that are apparently Fallout 4 branded. I've never played Fallout, but these are pretty awesome. I got a uh, Mirror's Edge watch, a giant Bioshock graphic novel, a Blade Runner uh, model car for display, a Blade Runner badge, an Escape from New York art print. It, this this crate was was pretty sick. It was delayed a little bit, I think, because of production, but it's sick nonetheless. Well, you have until the 19th of every month to subscribe to the box, and after the 19th, it's gone forever. You can never get it back. So help out the podcast, help support us. Go to www.thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. That's L-O-O-T. And there's actually a link right there that can save you money off your first your first subscription. Again, that's thatkindofnerd.com slash loot, L-O-O-T. Uh, not only do you get some amazing things, but you also support the show. So thank you very much for all those who are subscribing to Loot Crate. All right, so let's talk about the wonderful, gigantic elephant in the room, and that is Pokemon Go. It's now officially released to the world. Uh, we not to the world. This. Canada doesn't have it. There's a and you guys got to give me. There's a Pidgey nearby. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Canada. Canada doesn't have it at the time of uh, recording. I don't think the Canada or the UK has it yet. No. See, what happened was Pokemon said, "Well, we don't accept your silly Star Trekky dollars. Uh, we can't. <laughs> we can't be there." And then uh, in the UK, they went, "Well, you guys are trying to leave the EU, and we're not going to be a part of that." Wow. Great Britain. So it, it came out, and I was so excited to get it, but it wasn't in the U.S. Uh, area, so I made an Australian iTunes account so I could go Yeah, you're the reason the servers early. are down, asshat. But that you was the are best. An, so You are an asshat for that reason. <laughs> I got to play it a little bit before you You guys played did, so it for two hours before me because you couldn't wait, and you faked being an Aussie crocodile Dundee-wearing person. I'm sorry. You wear crocodile Dundee, and CJ, you don't have uh, you don't have one of these uh, 400 level birds like like Brian has yeah, over there, right? Uh, no, I I sadly don't. Is it Pidget? It's uh, Pidgeot. 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 Yes, he so actually. I want to. Here's here's what I want to do. I want to get some some general first impressions before we kind of level 428. Dive. By the way, 
428. <laughs> I'm very proud of you, Brian. So, Josh, you're not a Pokemon person. You've never been that. You said this sounds cool because it's mobile, but that was about it. What are your first impressions? This is your first impressions um, of the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think the game's cool. Um, it's not quite as uh interactive as i'd like it to be but i think i think that could come with time and also if they don't first impressions if they don't fix this server problem like in the next 24 hours this game's done Uh, all right brian what about you what are your first impressions um upon downloading it my first impressions were my neighborhood is infested with ratatats (laughs) (laughs) everywhere um and i'm the only one who can catch them so why uh, does it say no team? I don't, I'm on no team. You you have to be level five, and then you get to choose a team at level five. I'm level two. Yeah, you you need to uh, choose the red team because that's clearly the the most obvious choice. Why it actually really is? Why I'll, I'll, I'll give you a red team is is pretty good because well, it's, red, there's, because it's it red, red and blue. There's red, blue, and yellow. It's red, red, blue, and yellow, which actually have names to them. And screw that, I'm going to talk about either. But I like blue. I like blue better than red. Then be team that's blue. That's fine. I'm on team blue. Do you want to be on my team? No, you don't. Team red. Okay. It sounds like. <laughs> Are you I'll, on I'll team tell you blue? This. I am on team blue. My first impressions were this is exactly what I, what they said it was going to be. I, I love the fact that it uses the augmented reality, but it doesn't work for me. Uh, and uh, this is something that I think is going to motivate a lot of people to, to go outside and, and get some exercise. Uh, yeah. I actually was going to walk it. And but, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my wife has walked over six miles. No, no, I was going to walk, game. and then you made me do this, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, wait, how many, what did you, how far did you say you walked, CJ? Uh, my wife and I, we did over six miles in the last, what, 72 hours? That's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, we not only took our dog out for a walk, we took our daughter out to, the, you know, like, the park, and we're playing that, and we're just, you know, making completely sure ignoring your daughter and just playing Pokemon. No, no, we take we uh-huh. take turns. So we're like we're responsible. Lily's over in the sandbox eating sand, eating whatever like little Listen, turds are in the sand. I, let, me, let me ask I could this be question because next to her, she's still eating sand. So I there in my house uh there are f- four iPads, four iPads? At least yeah, there are f- at least four. There might be five. There are for iPhones as well. Could I download the app on all of these devices and have them all catching at the same time? Yes. You would you would uh, need to log into different accounts on each one. Right. Um No, no, I want I them all on know. my account. No. I don't I don't know it's going to have a I don't think it has a simultaneous login. I haven't tried I, it. I tried it. It it just obviously it, if you can even get the game to work right now, that's a miracle, but it did not work out. Can we talk more about that? I mean, really, I honestly think this thing has an, another day of legs like this, and that's it. So, I mean, here's here's the thing. There, and we, we have some fan feedback, too, that I want to get to in just a moment. But right now, the, bit, the biggest criticism of this game is the fact that the servers are consistently down. And uh, I honestly purposely think that they scaled back some of the features just to accommodate just general functionality of the of the thing. Uh, Josh, I think right now there's just a lot of people who have curiosity kind of right. Through. Well, that's that's here's the thing though. There's only so many hardcore Pokemon gamers out of the bajillions of mobile users in the world. So if it can't get fixed, you will lose everyone but the hardcore Pokemon guys. Right. Yeah. Which is, in my opinion, okay. I'm all no. Right. It's not. No. It's not going to be okay for the app, CJ. 
The app, this app needs to generate revenue to stay functional. It needs daily active users, as I learned from watching Silicon Valley. Oh, very good. Daily active users. I wasn't going to go there because every, I would be completely exposed as just having this knowledge from No, but seriously, it, 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 does, it does literally need a, a if it solid doesn't generate revenue, CJ, active users. If it doesn't I, generate revenue from people spending the $99 for the 14000 however many poke coins – they don't it doesn't make any money. It can't they can't I, stay functional server wise. I agree. I think they'll they'll lose a few and I don't think as I don't think it's gonna be a hard drop off like like you're No, CJ, of. it's it's gonna get, be no, every, I, I it. everyone like me. Okay, all right. True enough. All right, fair. You can So you you're you're right. your, your you're professional right. mobile user doing it for fun. Get like think about one person in the workplace said this was cool, so like thirty people downloaded it. 27 of those 30 will fall off if this doesn't generate enough revenue yep. for server upgra- upkeep, upgrades, research and development, deployment of new features. There's right. there's a whole lot that goes into keeping an app functional. And especially as users increase, it gets exponentially worse. If they can't figure this out, it's going belly up. No, you're absolutely right. But I, I have faith that they will do that. So, I mean, but besides the My servers. My only other complaint, as much as I love this game, is the extreme lack of any sort of training or tutorial. You are yeah. you're pretty much thrown into the deep end of the Pokemon pool and Magikarp's just laughing at you while you try My to cousin, figure this out. My cousin Mike, um, who is... God. Real quick, pro- breaking think- news for this. Go ahead. My wife just text messaged me and says, hey, guess who has all three starting Pokemon now? I just caught a Squirtle. I need to go to the valley because apparently that's where they are. I've got nothing but Pidgeys and Rattatats and Weedles. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Josh. I just I needed to share that news. Go ahead. No, no, no. That That's that's cool. He <laughs> apparently caught a jinx at the gym. Like I'm, he's he's posting all this stuff. He's in Detroit, but earlier he posted something to the you know sort of in the theme of is there a tutorial for battling because I'm about to break my phone, <laughs> like something along those lines. And he was he was pretty pissed off about it. But like he's posting all of his. He's got a a gloom. I don't know what that is. There's he's got this picture of there's this crazy purple sort of vapor around him he's got all kinds That's of just incense yeah yeah oh is that incense yeah he the caught incense he, is the little purple stuff he caught one of the he caught a pidgey at his dinner table at a bar like it's really cool because pidgey <laughs> sort of perched on top of his wings there <laughs> that's that's a little a little odd that's a little well, no yeah. i think i look i think what what they've done right with this app is the ability to see it in altered reality, snap a screenshot, share it across all social media. Cause you got to think like, if you're anything like me, you know, if I post something to Instagram, it goes to Twitter and Facebook and wherever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. A lot of people have accounts like that. That's how it works. And this is happening across multiple social medias. That's my only, the only thing that gives me hope is that they've, I think they've done so well in, marketing and hype and then the rollout of social media with this has been explosive right 
Yeah, and this company, by the way, they this isn't their first going around. Brian, how do you pronounce the the name of the company? Niantic. 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 They did Ingress. I n g r e s s, which was a game. Oh that was, yeah, that was that was a yeah. Craig Phillips used to play that game. CP used to play that game. Yeah, I remember. Um, very similar to this. So a lot of people are like, "Hey, I kind of understand this." Uh, so uh, listen, I, I'm really enjoying it, but I want to take a moment away from us if I can. And I want to have a few listeners uh, chime in with uh, some voicemails that they've left for us so that way they can share their thoughts on Pokemon Go. Let's do it. So this message is from uh, Bobby Palco, friend of the show. Uh, I also went to school with him. Uh, I know he's a big uh, Pokey fanatic. Friend of the so, program. Uh, wanna... Friend of the program. Uh, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, so here we go. This is uh, Bobby's uh, views on Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is everything Kid Me wanted it to be. Going out and hunting down my favorite Pokemon in real life. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Except for the fact that you can never get on because the servers are always down. <laughs> uh, so he's very excited to to have it. As I know he would be, but he brings up the valid point that you know the servers are... It is a valid point, but let me tell you how excited I am right now, CJ. Uh, in So on Monday... I got to fly I got to fly to Tampa, right? But that means that I can go to the Philly airport and walk around the whole airport. <laughs> uh also fly I got I got to fly to Tampa, so I got that. The next day I fly to Atlanta, so I got that. And then I'm back to Philly. My point is if this is really as location based as it sounds so far, like Brian can't find anything but a ratatata right out there. It's ratata, but okay. I don't care, ratatata. It sounds better yeah. to me. <laughs> and and I got a bunch of uh, Pidgeys up here. I, I figure go to going to different cities is going to be pretty awesome for me. I it is. I, I will, cannot wait to go to San Diego in two weeks for not just the Comic Con. That's going to be insane, dude. Can you imagine if yeah. they were if they were as smart as they appear to be in social media thus far? Their presence at Comic Con will be unbelievable. Going to be awesome, and I'm hoping there's something awesome that you, I can catch. Do you out have there. to fight? Like, do you have to bat fight other people to get a Pokemon, or after, can everybody get the same one? Everybody can get the same one, but then you can battle all those people, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the battling's not enabled just yet, but you will eventually. No, it has to happen for Comic Con. I, w- I no, really happen. hope it does. I, and I'll say this to your point: Pokemon Go is explicitly stated on their website that you do not need to travel across the world to get exotic Pokemon. It is a leveled game. The higher the levels go, when you encounter these Pokemon, the only exception I've noticed so far. You stop pissing is, in my cornflakes right now. Is water-based Pokemon are the ones that you have to be near water. So if you're near water, that helps. That's so far the the observation I've noticed. However, that seems to be in kind of a gray area because some people are getting regional kind of Pokemon. So, like, people in Australia are getting a lot of, you know, sand slashes and sand shrews, uh, which are exclusive to a desert climate. But they say on their website, traveling, you don't have to travel. You can stay in your hometown and still catch them. The awesome thing about this is Christian is so charged up. Right to to take a walk around the neighborhood with me, or to go to different places, or maybe that, a drive to work. Why? Or maybe you, folding laundry. Why don't you? Why don't you just? Uh, why don't you just drive and I'll hold your phone and I'll, yeah. I'll. And I'm like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do all that. But he's like, we're walking around the neighborhood and he's just not nonstop motor mouth about. I've talked about how he reads. I got him this Pokemon guide. It's 
it's a very, very thick guy. And I, I remember from when I was a kid, I would buy these guides and memorize, right? I would buy a guide to car stereos and memorize everything that was coming out that year. He has this entire Pokemon book memorized. He, he's telling me what I'm looking at, what they evolve into, what levels they yep. are. I'm going, I don't get any of this, buddy, but I'm so excited that you love something this much. I did the same thing when Pokemon first came out that right now is all the original 151. And my wife was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's that. It evolves into that. And, oh, my God. And, oh, that's so good. And you could beat this Pokemon with that Pokemon if you had that one. I'm raising that kind of nerd, and it makes me very happy. All right. So uh, I asked uh, my friend Soren Urzbeck, who was actually one of the backers uh, for uh, us getting our equipment for this podcast. So big shout out to him. Uh, for for leaving a, a comment for Pokemon Go. So he says, uh, the game is a great flash of nostalgia. I really hope that it achieves so much of what it's planning to do. Uh, it feels great, and I'm having a lot of joy running around in uh, my neighborhood and catching them, and all that was fun. But when I reached level 6, I started to feel a drag. Uh, when the gym system uh, started, it's a cool design. Combat is mainly just tap as fast as you can. Uh, the egg incubator will only keep track of your steps when the app is open, so that's a bummer. Uh, the servers, though, are the real problem. I would love this game. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to play the crap out of it, but there's uh, much to be left desired. Uh, the game is so much fun, but it can be so much more. And, you know, he hits the, the, the nail on the head for this. The game's got to be open in order to, to, to get any of your data. It's a battery killer. But uh, there's so much potential behind this. I'm willing to forgive those. Well, I, I think that his analysis was spot on. And I think there's some great points in there that go back to what we were just talking about. The income is what is absolutely necessary. And it's not at this point. I haven't heard anyone talk about buying things. Oh, and then we turn to Mr. Brian Thornton for the moment. Mr. Thornton, you had the floor. I, I ran out of I ran out of Pokeballs, so I I spent twenty real doll hairs to buy more Pokeballs. That's excellent. No, that's fantastic, <laughs> and I think that's look. I I think that's absolutely required. So, I, so I, here's here's the best part about this. I spent twenty dollars to buy Pokeballs, and my sister, who is not inclined to anything like this at all, she downloaded it, and her first reaction is, "Oh my god, they're so cute." Um, she's texting me all freaking day asking me questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? What does this mean? What does that mean? And then she's like, how do I get more Pokeballs? I was like, well, you can either spend real money or you can go to one of the Poke stops and you can collect, you know, two, three, four at a time. And she spent $20 on getting more Pokeballs too. So us, us Thornton kids have no problem spending real money in, in Pokemon. See, I can't. Because like, you're cheap. It's okay. I, I, I'm so cheap. I am. You, I'm so you cheap. Are, you, I, are, you are super cheap, and you're... I can't see spending money. Well, which is insane. This this is exactly... This is, this is the stuff I should... This is every time, this is every the, time we talk about gaming, I say the same thing. Gaming needs to stop being console-based and $60 a piece and be either a free or a low-cost download with nothing but in-app purchasing. And and I've, I, I always give the example of... Uh, FIFA on any console, right? You buy it, you pay 60 bucks for it, and you end up spending another 50 to to $100 to build your team. This is exactly what gaming should be. And if people actually spend real money on it, 
then all the things that Soren talked about will be solved very quickly in a way that is applicable to the masses and stable. And I think that that's the key is we need to generate revenues for this to happen. I'm And I'm open to it. If you're telling me, Brian, how many Pokeballs did you get for $20? I spent $20 and it gives you uh, 2,500 Pokecoins and only 800 to get 200 Pokeballs. Okay. So I still 20, have Pokecoins left. That's actually a lot of 2,500, right? What do you, what do you get for... I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and open the app here. Like like for, in the terms of Pokey coins, there's it's not incredibly expensive. You can get a decent amount of stuff for twenty dollars. So you you spent twenty dollars on Pokey coins. I spent twenty dollars on Pokey coins. I got two hundred Pokeballs and I upgraded my Pokey decks to fit more Pokemon in it. And I still have like fifteen hundred coins left. Wait, you updated your deck to hold more Pokemon? Yeah, my my uh, my. Hang on. You can you can hold like two hundred and fifty. How many Pokemon are you expecting to have? I got I, I got a Pokemon storage upgrade, and um, you can't hold up to two hundred and fifty. All right, wait. You spent twenty dollars for twenty five hundred Pokecoins. Correct. I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it because I have to. When it comes time for me to spend money in this app, I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars. I'm just going to buy the 14500 because you're spending $20 for 2500 right? Mm-hmm. Five times that is 12500 I get an additional 2000 So basically another $20 value for spending $100. i am just going to spend $100. See, here's the thing for me. I live literally 10 feet away from a Pokemon. It's still – yeah, but you can only use it every so often. They, you can't, they, it's, like every, it's like every They five literally minutes. refresh every five minutes. And it, and it may be five minutes, but I'm not going to stand there. My point is no, – no, Brian, no. I, like, I think – Right, for you. Okay. I, for me and, and I think, for CJ, for, for people – the example I gave earlier was people like me, professionals right. who somebody in the office said, hey, this is pretty cool. We're all playing it. People with some additional income, wanting to invest, whatever, families. Christian will go nuts on this forever. So an investment of $100 literally gives me probably three to six months of amazing time with my son. I'll probably invest that and yeah. go, I'd spend 10 times Very that true, yeah. for this amount of time with Christian. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I don't think the transactions, the, the the stuff that you actually have to spend money on is – extremely overpriced or anything like that. I, I, I looked at it. And I was like, I could spend 20 bucks. I, I spent freaking 10 on lunch today. Like I could spend 20 bucks on this game that I know I'm going to get a lot of usage right. out. Of. I take a can. Of, right. I'll take a can of tuna for lunch tomorrow. Right. And I'll spend 20 bucks today. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so, no, so this, this has a lot of potential to, to just like you said, Josh, if they can fix this server thing, make a lot of money. No, no, the money. No, 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 no. no you're the backwards. money is the, what's going to help fixes, fix the servers. The, the money fixes the servers. <laughs> okay, fine. We and also jackholes pretending they live in Australia help fix the yeah, servers. Yeah, you should well. not do that. You really shouldn't. If everyone in you, Canada. If everyone in Canada, which is exactly what I was about to say, or the UK did what you did, that is why the servers are having issues. Because they rolled them out in specific countries for specific reasons, because they had an idea of what ser- the servers could handle for those regions. So I agree with you. I am the reason that the servers are down. People like me who are assholes. So you have my apologies. My, my urge to play it early did not help the world. It made it worse. You just hurt the world. You hurt the world and my That's heart. What I do. I hurt you the world. You betrayed me. 
right. Brian, you, you have some more thoughts about Pokemon Go. What, what, what else do you think? No, I mean, I, I, it has nothing to do with what they need to fix. I'm just, I feel like the only thing I've done was complain about it. And I just wanted to say, I'm, ex- I love the game. I, I'm extremely excited by the, the concept and I am going to start walking more. I'm, I'm actually, and, and so, and in the same vein, I do want to say, you should not drive and play this game. That is a terrible idea. Yeah. They, need be, to, they need to figure that out. They, it needs to be disabled. And something like that. Well, over a, No, CJ, over, over a certain speed pe- limit. People don't walk no, faster than four I, miles per hour. I know. I'm thinking of, you know, just like Waze, right? Waze has a feature built into it that you can't use certain functions unless you identify yourself as a passenger, which, of course, people bypass, blah, 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 blah. Um, I hope they do something like that for Pokemon Go because I think if you're a passenger in a vehicle, you should still be able to. Okay, catch a Pokemon I, yes, I agree. That, Fair being, enough, I that agree. being said, I was driving home from work today and I caught a Ghastly. <laughs> oh my god! Don't don't play Pokemon Go and dr- seriously. Hold on, uh, in all sincerity, all, people have already people died have already died this over this. So and please, don't. and let's be honest. No matter what. No video game is worth that. So please, I urge the listeners of that kind of nerd, don't do it. So I I will say this. uh, To Pokemon's credit, Pokemon Go's credit, it does really, when you start the game up, warn you, please be aware of your surroundings. They're they're doing their best to try to stop some of the stuff that has happened. But I mean, like, people need to use some common sense. And I really am strongly, and I'm not strongly against, like, texting while driving, which I should be. But playing a video game, it, you're, too much. you're no, you're absolutely right. Now, I, I was I was messing around earlier. I, there's no, <laughs> the, bodily harm is not necessary in right. in this for on anyone's part. Like right, whether you're playing or whether you're the innocent victim of someone who is just indiscriminately being negligent. So, so I want to talk about one other thing too because we also have another listener's call that we're going to get to. So I want him to share his opinion. But I want to give a, a couple, you know, tips if if we can, if we have some tips that we can share. Tips um, and tricks. The first thing that I'll, I'll tell you because this game has a terrible tutorial, so I think we should. You be mean it has no tutorial? Has no tutorial, so we should teach people a little bit about it. I want to give you one little hint, and that is the little uh, icon on the bottom that shows the Pokemon. Right, it shows either a silhouette of them if you've never seen them, or they're a colored picture. If you tap that, you'll see uh, paw prints underneath their uh their picture the amount of paw prints equals the amount of distance to that pokemon if it's got three paw prints it's within a mile radius of you so the smaller the footprints the closer they are if you got the one paw print or zero they're pretty much on top of you so if you're looking for a specific pokemon you can start tracking if you need to go that's one actually, way or the other that's great because i had no idea what that meant right so that that's mine the other thing i'll say there's two other things if you have a pokemon in a gym which you can start doing at level five. If you go to the shop once a day for having one Pokemon in your gym, you get free items. Uh, in this sense, it's free. Is it Stardust or Moondust? Stardust. One of those. Stardust. And uh, I got Pokecoins. Uh, I got 500 Stardust and 500 Pokecoins for having just one, just one Pokemon in a gym. Uh, so that's my other tips. I have others, but I figured I'd let you guys share. Brian, what's your best tip for newcomers coming to Pokemon Go? Um, catch as everything that you see. Like if if you see uh, you're infested with Ratatats and you already have five, still catch that sixth and seventh one. Just because what I've been doing is 
I've been, you can transfer them once you go into your Pokemon list. You can take all the ones that you don't want, keep the ones that have a high combat power, that CP level they give you, and transfer the rest to Professor Willow because he'll give you candies for each one that you transfer him, and you can use those to then evolve or upgrade your current Pokemon that are in your in your team. Um, that's how I got my level 428 Pidgeot, um, and it really didn't it didn't even take me 24 hours. It took me a couple hours of catching just a ton of Pidgeys. And what I'll say, too, is, by the way, when you transfer a Pokemon to him, it's basically releasing it. You're never going to get it back again. So if you do it by mistake, you've lost it. Yeah. So just, just be, be careful, careful when you're you doing do that. that. What what else can you give to to newcomers? I would say find a find a pokey shop that's near you because that thing replenishes. Yeah, I mean, quick, quick. I mean, the best way is if you're not like right by it, and like CJ apparently has one like the corner of his home. I step outside. Um, yeah, there it is. If you or if you are by it, those those pokey shops uh, refresh every five minutes. So what you can do if you have a half hour to spare is you can pokey stop. stop. Pokestop, sorry. Pokestop. You can stop by the Pokestop, uh, grab your your coins and whatever, and then just hang out there and use some incense for a half hour and let the Pokemon come to you. How how do you get to be a Pokestop? That's a good question. I have no idea. And I'm and I'm asking that question because the Pokestop by my house is a church. There's a bunch of churches. There's a couple restaurants. Um, I don't know. I don't know what qualifies and how you become a Pokestop. Like if we had a, if we wanted CJ's apartment to become a pokey stop, that I I don't think you can make that happen. I think you have to be like a business or something. Yeah, I honestly don't know what the criteria is. The only thing I can see from it is that it's associated with some kind of landmark system in their mapping. Which, by the way, their mapping is fantastic. Yes, building outlines. The mapping is roads spot on. If they could merge this with my GPS, <laughs> yes, it'd be wouldn't that even be great? better? Oh my god, it would be fantastic. Um, Josh, what about you? You, I know you're not a big no, no. no. Here, person, here's my advice. Here's my advice for everyone. Because here's what I just did. Uh, I just spent a hundred dollars on fourteen thousand five hundred Pokecoins, coins, and I bought the top end of everything in the store, and I have eleven thousand four hundred twenty left. So, the way I think about it, for the most part, is people with disposable income and some time on their hands really have an advantage in this game, and that's how I'm going to attack this. Like this weekend, Christian's not going to let me sit still for any amount of time. <laughs> like I got to take him I got to take him to swimming in uh, at 8 o'clock in the morning, so I'm going to have to be collecting while he's swimming, and then he's going to want to drive around and hold my phone and do that. So like I, I feel like this is a really See, cool this is really good for, like, I don't know, people with kids who can get away with hanging out at a park for three hours. <laughs> Those who just no. have maybe a couple cats can't get away with doing that. It's but really not creepy. many cats. No, no, they're not many. Because unlike unlike the Ratatas, the cat-to-male ratio is rather yeah, the low. Kids, Very low. The Ratata-to-male ratio is extremely high. Out of it control. Is a, lot of, a lot of Ratatats hanging out. Speaking of which, Aratatet just literally showed up to me too. Here's the other thing I'll say: um, as we, as I kind of alluded to earlier, this app will destroy batteries. So I will give you uh, two recommendations. Oh yes, CJ. If your battery uh, dies, you will be in darkness. Yes, yes, I will, Bane. Hey, how many Zubats do you have? I have all the Zubats, CJ. There will be no Zubats for you. I have cut and broken them all. <laughs> you broke all the Zubats? They are all broken, CJ. 
I just that my entire Pokédex. I just fill it with zo- broken Zubats everywhere. <laughs> Professor Willow, when you give me more Zubats, you have my permission to die. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was Catamel Ratio and Bane within like two minutes. That's a, I think that's a record. You're welcome. Um, here, so here's my tips for saving your battery. Go into your settings, right? No, and this- no, you've already missed. You've already missed a spot. Just well, hold on, wait. No, no don't I'm go gonna... into your settings. Look, just buy no, the settings within Pokemon. Hold on, not your no, phone no, no, settings. not no settings. Just buy an inexpensive little power pack that goes in your pocket. It'll be a full phone recharge. <laughs> just throw it in there, walk around with it. You're good. Or for free? No, not for free. Turn off the music. And uh, there's actually a low power mode setting in the settings as well. Mu- turn off your turn off your music because it's boring anyway. The music doesn't put play. The music on. doesn't play when I walk around. It, it plays for me. It, it plays all the time. Turn off your music. No, my, turn off. But power my phone's on mode. silent, so the music doesn't play. Right. Some people don't live in silent, so turn Who off. Who doesn't keep, live in silent? Listen. Turn off your music. Keep your sound effects and vibration on. Put on low power saving. And then, if you're really crazy and uh, you don't like being awesome, turn off your AR. But then, I mean, why bother? What makes the game so great? Didn't you turn off your AR? Mine doesn't work because I'm on iOS uh, 10 beta. Uh, so okay. That, okay, that's that's my fault. Hey nerds, Jared here from First Edition Comics, wanting to give you my opinion on Pokemon Go. Um, collectively as trainers, I mean, we've ached, agonized, and dreamt of the moment when Pokemon would be real. I mean, we were running around the recess yards and, and staring ever, uh, uh, deeper into our, uh, gray brick that was known as a Game Boy. Um, and then ultimately we were teased with an April Fool's joke by Google and then bam, the reality is finally hit. Niantic and Nintendo have paired up. Um, and now we're left with Pokemon Go. You know, the system itself, uh, uh and the catching, me- uh, mechanics um, have definitely been adapted for a more mobile and uh, on-the-go version to kind of keep up the pace at a nice clip. That way you're not you know bogged down with two to three minutes of having to battle the wild Pokemon. Um, but I feel like there's a little bit of a lack of a fully fleshed out tutorial or some sort of tips and hint system. And it makes it a little bit frustrating for some because it's not completely intuitive in in some aspects. So that's my biggest issue with Pokemon Go so far. Um, you know, the good just barely outweighs the bad, but the biggest thing is, I mean, nostalgia. I mean, here we are, Pokemon 151 doing our thing, VR, um, or AR, excuse me. Um, though I do suspect that we'll be strapping our Google View to our phones and uh, we'll be VR in no time. But so long as uh, Niantic Pokemon and Nintendo all work together um, to support the systems and support the updates, I think we'll be in a really good place. All right, so let's take a a, a breather from Pokemon Go. Now, the discussion is not going to end. I think this is something we're going to talk about for a few more weeks. Yeah, we're probably going to have to. I'm I'm still playing. I want to hear from from more of you out there. A couple things you can do. You can call us at 484 373 4 119, you can leave a three-minute voicemail there, and I say three minutes because then it cuts you off, so three minutes. You can also email us at Pokemon at thatkindofnerd.com with your Pokemon Go uh, experiences, thoughts, theories, and of course, if you got an awesome rare one, I want to see pictures of that. Uh, you can also put us on Facebook, and you can share your images there. So let's shift gears, if we may, and uh, let's talk a little bit about this. Amazon Prime Day is coming back uh, July 12th. <laughs> I can't wait to get socks. <laughs> really? That's the uh, 
as I recall, that was like three of the four top things on the first page last time I went in there last time. So, <laughs> so let's let's set the record straight. This episode's being released, released on the 11th. Released on the 11th there, which means that the 12th is Amazon Prime Day. So if you're listening past that, you've missed it. How dare you? But for those of you who are lucky, uh, Josh, what is really honestly, what's the big deal for this? Because I don't have Prime. Should I, um, should I Prime for that day? I, look, I, I think that everyone should have Amazon Prime to have Amazon Prime. I think that at this point, everyone who shops online is doing some shopping on Amazon. And the money you invest in Amazon Prime will just, it pays for itself in shipping alone. So Amazon Prime Day is a gimmick generated by Amazon to drive current subscribers up a level to prime and give some price breaks on really ridiculous margin items. So they're not to give you an idea. Yes, there will be some TVs and there will be some sound bars and there will be some computers, but there will be a low quantity and there will be a small discount. Like, I think the last thing I read, CJ, was that Amazon was already something like 6.3% below the industry average in things like computing. Um, And a 6% discount is okay. On Prime Day, maybe you see that double to 12 or maybe even 15, but there will be so few of them that it won't be impactful. However, there are some commodity-type electronic high-margin items specifically – in uh, chargers, power adapters, things like that, that are absolutely a necessity. Say if you're walking around your neighborhood trying to catch Pokemon, Amazon Prime Day is a perfect day to invest in a few small chargers to do that. True. They're they're claiming it is better than Black Friday, but, I mean, we'll be honest, that's, that's a little bit of hype. Um, Josh, is there any discounts on becoming an Amazon Prime customer on that day? Like, is that something that I, I could I should invest in? Is that worth it? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I think that it's still a hundred dollars subscription, right? From my understanding, yeah, right. I so I haven't seen anything uh, <laughs> other other than you know anything contradictory to that. I, I do. Th- I do see. I see a, that there's a 32 inch television bundled with an Amazon Fire TV stick for 120 bucks. This whole week leading up to Prime Day. So, like, if you have a bathroom that needs a TV, this is probably <laughs> a really good, right? Because. I'm sorry, a bathroom? Like the minimum size TV for any room that isn't a kitchen or bathroom, in my opinion at this point, is probably 50 inches. All right. No, fair enough. All right. So Amazon Prime Day, mark your calendars. Uh, again, if you're listening to this in the future, you've missed it. Wait for next year. They'll they'll come back. So, Brian, I want to talk about something that you're actually going to be able to see before the rest of us are going to be able to see. This year marks the 75th birthday of Steve Rogers, uh, also known as Captain America, and they are unveiling a 13-foot statue that's going to appear in Brooklyn. However, is going to be shown first at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yay! I am going to be there. So you can... You'll be able to see it at Comic-Con that's going to trek across the country uh, over to Brooklyn, and it's going to reside there on August 10th. They're going to do a dedication ceremony to it. Um, If you uh, can't go to San Diego Comic-Con, which you can if you're listening to this podcast by now. the They went on sale and sold out like two months ago. 
Sorry, guys. So they're gone. Uh, after they unveil the monument, you can actually get replicas uh, through an online store. But what do you guys think about a, a real statue for a fictional person that isn't Rocky Balboa uh, but going to Brooklyn? Style? I think I think it the timing is pretty awful that it was 75 years now and they just made Captain America a Hydra agent. <laughs> it's, that's a little it's, true, it's isn't a it? terrible timing it just, on everybody's it part. It revealed... That he's a Hydra agent. Yeah, all right. Okay, let, let's, now, let me again, let me let me clarify. He he thinks he's been a Hydra agent since he was a kid. That's not the case. They've already they've but, already said it's not the case. Oh, they are they have. Yeah. So I, the, they just released Captain America, uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America number one, and at the end of it, a uh, very uh, big reveal is that Captain America has not been the Captain America that we all know and love for the past 75 years, that he actually has been secretly working for Hydra the entire time. And at the end of the issue, he throws Rick Flagg out of the plane, uh, killing him because he needed uh, Baron Zemo to escape for some reason. I forget what. Uh, and he, the last panel is him just saying, Hail Hydra, which spawned all sorts of anger and outrage amongst Twitter and fans and People who have been reading comic books for 20 years, like myself, are like, this is not going to last. They're already they've already written the story. It's not it's not going to make it past six months to a year at most. And issue two came out and it's it's been uh, pretty uh, evident that that's not the case. That something happened to him when he uh, got his powers back and got de-aged and. It affected his brain. So, I mean, does it does it really smack you with bad timing? Then, considering that they're already starting to unravel that story. I mean, that again, these stories are written months and months and months in advance. I I know this has been the plan since since the issue released. Um, I just think it's I just think it's funny because everybody's got a bad taste in their mouth over it, and now they're unveiling a statue for him. Josh, what do you think? I know you're not a huge so. Regardless of how I feel about the comic book, I think that. In the in the current climate of the world, and I'm trying to be CJ just as politically correct as I possibly can be, with our political theater being a complete fucking joke, and the way we already look like quibbling, argumentative, cowardly idiots in the world landscape erecting an idol hoping for a superhero to save <laughs> us is probably the worst possible thing we can send out into the world and it sounds like that nickelback song i well anything nickelback ever and did is the worst thing that can hero will save my pro- my problem is that we have real problems like actual problems and what we're doing is putting up a statue of a comic book hero. While that's Captain America as a symbol is great, but the, so let me ask you. It just look, I just I, I, so politically, socially, it just doesn't. It, it make it makes us look like morons. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah, like you know, we're not doing real people. We're not handling the situation that we should be. There's apparently the there's no one. No one American for the past 75 years we can look up to. There's just right. Captain fucking America. Yeah, it's in America. Let me ask you then this question. Uh, knowing both of you saying this is a little odd and I, I like I get it, but the, are you ever going to go see it? 
Is this something you would stop by and, and see? If I'm already in Brooklyn, yeah. If I'm not, I'm going to be at San Diego Comic Con. I'm sure I won't be able to fucking miss it. I would love to see some pictures of that when they available, Brian. I'm putting you on the spot. You can well, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have my Pokemon Go app up. I'm going to have a. Mo- <laughs> I'm going to have actually two mobile batteries with me because between that and taking pictures, my phone will die quick. I a secondary. Thing I want to be. Pictures. I want to be very clear. I think that Captain America, the story, the character represents everything that we should be putting out there. I just don't think it represents us. I agree. So then moving off of the comic book news, let's talk about this. Uh, Josh, you actually found some fantastic trailers uh, around the internet. So I do want to take a a moment. I want to talk about a few of them. The first one I want to hit on is the movie. Why him? Uh, This is Brian Cranston and James Franco together in a movie, which sounds weird. And then it just turns into this glorious thing that I cannot wait to see. Uh, So uh, we're going to post the the link, obviously, in the show notes and on on that kind of nerd dot com. So that way you can read it. But this movie looks phenomenal. It is a red band trailer, so not safe for work. Uh, so be mindful of that. But what did you guys think about this trailer? I was I was pretty uh, I was pretty interested to watch the trailer. Because it's a red band trailer and has Brian Cranston, I wanted to watch it immediately. Um, I, I saw James Franco and I kind of went, nah, James Franco, I don't like you and anything really. Um, but he was he was okay. What what got me where I was sort of like, oh, this trailer is okay. I swear to God, what got me was like in the last thirty seconds, Adam Devine had like a two second cameo, and that was it. I was I was bought in. I was bought in immediately. So. You got Megan Mullally as well uh, as Brian Cranston's wife, so I, I think it's probably worth a watch. Uh, I, I'll have to, you know, we'll probably have to temper that when we see more trailers and TV spots. But for now, this is pretty interesting. I thought, Brian, what about you, man? What What did you think about seeing I, those two team up in a comedy? I watch almost anything Brian Cranston does. I think he's a great actor. Um, I like James Franco. I don't know what your problem is with with him, but I I don't mind him. Will it be something I'm going to shout to the theater to see? Most likely not. It's a Christmas movie, so we'll we'll have to talk about it a little. Keegan more. Michael Key of Key and Peele is also yes. I, he is the king of making little cameos in movies. He he is, and his cameo in this one, the, at least what we saw in the trailer, I so, thought was pretty funny. So it's it's always yeah. I'm, I'm there are there are pieces in this movie that that sort of take away from the James Franco ness right of the movie. I will say this. And it I reminds have to think me of son-in-law. With Paul Shore. Shore? Yeah. The whole like mismatched yeah. son-in-law type yeah, of thing. Okay. Uh, I mean the pr- the premise of it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean not the exact movie, just the premise. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought Paulie Shore was it was sort of the polar opposite though. He was like a real scumbag. Yeah. I mean it's the polar opposite in the, in the terms of James Franco is like kind of over overcompensating and he's a billionaire and he. You know, all that stuff, whereas son-in-law Paulie Shore was kind of a a deadbeat. But, I mean, same premise. Yeah, fair hey, enough. Frank, I hadn't thought Frank of that. Nice job. A-plus, Brian. Woo! Way to go. Block- Superior blockbuster Get knowledge. gold star. Right That's right. I will say this, Josh, and I have to thank Papa Thornton for this. My perception on James Franco changed. I watched 11-22-63 on Hulu, and it's it's great. It's Really, in spite of James Franco, no, with James Franco, Mm, it is wonderful. I have to challenge you. There are fantastic supporting cast that do elevate you up if you really can't get past James Franco. But I actually enjoyed James Franco, I didn't think it was possible. So, 
Thank you, Papa Thornton, 112263. Highly recommend it. Even if you're an anti-James Franco person, the supporting cast will... Like, I think James Franco is brilliant. I think he's a brilliant writer. I just think he's dog shit on camera. He was good in this one. But, again, let that be... Am I the only one that that, that thinks he's dog shit? No, no. I I think that for everything, really, except for 112263, I mean, just look at Spider-Man and you'll you'll understand it, how bad James Franco is on camera. Indeed, so, but uh, I will. I will honestly say, check that series out. You may have a better perception of that. It, is the second swipe at the Tobey Maguire Spider Man you made. Do I have to come down there and hit you, dude? The Tobey Maguire Spider Mans were not good. The, no, in in, in the yeah. grand scheme and in no, comparison, no, I will no, don't, no. don't 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 take me on. This. I'll take everything Andrew Garfield over everything Tobey Maguire. Not having this argument with you guys right now. So that's enough, James Franco. Then let's move on for this. I loved the other trailer for War Dogs. Yeah, oh, War that Dogs. That looks good. So uh, with War Dogs, we have Jonah Hill and Miles Teller, uh, inspired by a true story. But I never believe all of that when I see it on a no, movie. No, it's you know, if we've got a we've got a sport inspired suspension. It just means that the guys were thinking about sports when they designed the suspension <laughs> right. for the car. It has, it's, you know, I, I always, that was a joke. We, you know, Just when, a Mitch Hedberg joke? Do you when we were, one? when we were again, going back to when I was a kid and, and me and my buddies were reading all these magazines and, and taking in all this information, there was a lot of that sport inspired luxury inspired. There was a, uh, something recently that was a something inspired crust for a pizza. And I thought the, the thing that we always used to say was anytime we read something was something inspired, we always used to go, you know, super lowbrow and be like, oh, that's a that's a that's a porn inspired bucket seat you're sitting in there. Yeah, we were uh, everybody was kind of just having sex and thinking about how we could be more comfortable in a seat. <laughs> and that's what we designed. So it, it's kind of that thing where, you know. If I'm thinking of something, uh, it, well, that was a that was a wine inspired, whatever it was. But it's that kind of thing. I just can't get behind it. I can't. All right. And so but, no, but, there's no but the movie itself though. There's no truth to it whatsoever, in my opinion. And the only thing watching this trailer that I kept thinking was, am I crazy thinking Jonah Hill's gonna die young? Because that's kind of how I feel about Jonah Hill. The guy is yo-yoing. Wow. So hard. Not just the yo-yo, but I kind of feel like he lives pretty fast. And and I don't know why I think that about I him. I think it's because of the roles that he's taking. And, and maybe that's it. Maybe I just I actually think of him as his role in The Wolf of Wall Street. But right, exactly. But I am. If you say Miles Teller, I'm in. You don't have to yeah. say anything more than Miles Teller. So it's it's a movie basically about these twenty you know twenty somethings who start becoming arms dealers and not only deal with you know shady people but they also deal with the, the government. Am I the, the only US person government. on this podcast that loved Lord of War? Yes, uh, yes, I loved, loved his, I loved his heart. I loved it. I loved Lord of War. I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was the crazy Nick Cage. Maybe it was the Jared Leto. I don't know, but it was a good movie. And I tend to like movies about gun runners. It was good. The here's the movie though that really struck a chord for me, uh, and that was Imperium with Daniel Radcliffe, which is not a uh, curse, right? Uh, but this movie looks, whew, I mean, I don't know where to start. It is The Departed meets American History X. A bit. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a okay. bit exactly like that. Uh, Daniel exactly Radcliffe it. plays a an FBI agent that infiltrates. Uh, a, a neo-Nazi group, a, a skinhead group. And it looks 
intense. It it looks I mean I really the word I have is powerful for it. Also again inspired on true events. Uh just, man this looks like a movie that is going to be hard to watch but worth every moment of it and uh just really going to have I don't know it's going to have a big impact on a lot of people and I think this is going to be an incredible I hope movie. that's the you- case because Daniel Radcliffe is really very quietly building quite a filmography. Yeah. And people aren't noticing all of the things he's done, but he's done quite a few movies that were substantial and not in box office release, but were good movies. So right, exactly. This looks like just another one. He's, he's not a he's – a, he's a serious actor. I know as, as much as we refer to him as Harry Potter, this is a serious movie. This is a, is a solid-looking trailer. Yeah, it was the one that impressed me the most. Do we have a release date for it? I can't find it. August 19th. Theaters and VOD. Yeah. Yeah. So less 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 a serious release probably than can be expected, but I'm I'm hoping it's a sleeper. Yeah, so I mean August nineteenth of twenty sixteen, so very very very, very soon uh it'll it'll be out. Uh, I think this is worth your time. Uh definitely not for anyone squeamish, uh or anyone who's who's not good with uncomfortable situations because uh, the lines of morality are gonna get pretty blurred. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty brutal. Last but certainly not least, to round it up on a positive note, is Table 19. Taylor Judge movie uh, starring uh, Anna Kendrick. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, Lisa Kudrow. Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Craig Robinson. That guy from The Office. It's Craig Ro- Yes, Craig Robinson, the guy from The I Office. Couldn't remember his real I name. Who- I'm sorry, I'm not looking at the IMDb. I'm doing this through superior blockbuster knowledge. <laughs> so, uh, but it looks great. It looks like a, a bunch of misfits shoved into the well, corner. Tab- for table a nineteen is the table number at a wedding where they really expected all those people to respond negatory. So all the people that they didn't think would come that are coming, they stuck at this table. So it is sort of the island of misfit toys, CJ. Right, uh, and that's kind of what makes the trailer work. So I, I do think that the movie has promise. I don't. I don't think uh, much of the storyline that I've seen, but I do think yeah. that, like, you know, the, I, the Stephen Merchant character, as well as what I do like is that it's going to take place in a short period of time, right? This is all one evening. One evening, I right. do like that format of movie, and I think that they can do a great deal with the storyline. Uh, actually, and I'm going to refer to another movie, um, uh, 10 Years, which – really nobody has seen has like uh Channing Tatum and and uh you know Andy Dwyer what how, why can't i remember his name Parks and Rec Andy Dwyer oh um Star Lord um, Star Lord man Chris Pratt. Yes. Uh, Chris Pratt Chris Pratt thank you so it's it's it, wow that was embarrassing and Oscar Isaac and and a bunch of other people and it was this very quiet and understated movie that really happened over the course of a day or two oh yeah this movie has Rosario Dawson in it Yes, it does have Rosario Dawson in it, and it was a fantastic movie, told very much in the same vein of like a like a Breakfast Club or how I imagine Table Nineteen will be told, which is a core cast of characters and a story that happens just over a few hours. And those are really some of my favorite movies. I didn't think the trailer did it justice, and I hope that the story is much richer than what the trailer showed. But the movie Ten Years was is one of those movies that has released. In the past few years, that is just an absolute favorite of mine because of the the tight 
schedule and, and sets that they have. And I really think that the, the dialogue has to carry the movie. So I'm hoping that same thing for Table 19. So go to thatkindofnerd.com. Or, of course, if you're listening to this, uh, you can actually press the uh, album artwork on, uh, on the podcast app for iOS and look at the show notes. Uh, and check out the trailers for Why Him, War Dogs, Imperium, and Table 19. Uh, I think you'll be impressed with these movies as well, and uh, we can't wait to talk about them as they kind of come out. Thank you for making us your walk around your neighborhood playing Pokemon Go or your drive to work where you are not playing Pokemon Go. Please don't do that. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, not only about the topics that we discussed, but uh, your experience with Pokemon Go as well. So again, call 484 373 4119 or email us at pokemon at that kind of nerd.com uh, also please take a moment and give us a ranking in itunes write us a review if you don't know how to do that just click your show notes i've added a link lucky you and help support the show also by going to that kind of nerd.com slash loot to get money off your first loot crate again that's that kind of nerd.com slash loot thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week Allow myself to introduce myself. myself. I'm raising that kind of nerd, and it makes me very happy. Brian, you should talk about what you want to say. It's very important that everyone hear your opinions. I can't do Bane. I just had to break the craziness there. It's so awful. It's so bad. It's so bad.